Open up that crystal Pepsi and get comfortable. This is Dopeness Dope. Dope Nostalgia, episode 145. We're getting close to the big 150 mark. It's really exciting, and thank you for being a listener of the show. My name is Naomi Carmack, and our guest today was a member of a Canadian pop group based out of Montreal, and they were called Sky. Sky originally included two main members, and our guest today, Anastasia Friedman, joined the group later on. She's going to tell us some of the stories of being a part of Sky and what she's been up to with her life as well. But here's a little background on Sky. You'll definitely remember a couple of their tunes. Wikipedia moment. Please bear in mind that Wikipedia is not to be taken as actual 100% fact. Any donkey could edit it at any time. If I'm reading you the artist's bio, that stuff is real truth. Sky was a Canadian R&B-influenced pop-rock group from Montreal. The duo originally consisted of James Renault and Antoine Sicot, son of actor Gilbert Sicot. Both were songwriters, producers, and multi-instrumentalists who met in 1992 at a music engineering school in Montreal. Anastasia replaced James as the lead singer after he left, and Carl Wolf was the last lead singer of the group. Their first EP was released on their own Fat Royale label in 97, managed by Lee Brown. Both members co-wrote, co-produced, and co-played every instrument on that record. Quebec radio stations began playing their music, and eventually 43 stations in that province had added their songs to their playlists. Canada's Musique Plus, the French equivalent to English-language much music, began playing the video for their song, America. In February 1998, Sky signed a major label record deal with EMI with the recording sessions for their upcoming major label debut. Two world famous producers, Peter Mokran and Euro Syndicate Productions, were brought in for two recording sessions at Gallery Studios in New York and Metalworks Studios in Mississauga. Legendary guitar player Wawa Watson was featured as a guest performer as well. Peace of Paradise, the duo's major label debut, was launched in 1999. The album debuted at number six on the Canadian album charts and reached platinum in Canada. The group's debut single, Some Kind of Wonderful, was released in 98, gained international success, hitting number four on the Canadian singles chart and number one in Thailand. The group's follow-up single is this one, Love Song. It was also a major hit in Canada, reaching number one on the Canadian singles chart, but achieved mediocre success in the US. This was followed by the next single, Push, and finally, All I Want. Sky opened for Britney Spears on the Canadian leg of her Baby One More Time tour after promoting their album and a live performance at the 1999 Much Music Video Awards. Renald announced in 2000 that he was leaving the duo due to camera shyness. He wasn't present at the Juno Awards in which Sky won Best New Group, which created an awkward moment as Antoine was the sole acceptor of the award. The quitting Renald was replaced later that year by Anastasia Friedman from Montreal. Anastasia was a singer that Sicot was originally going to use for a new duo named Nice in 1999, but the name Sky was retained. The new pair would release their next single, Superhero, in August 2000, and the full album, Traveling Infinity, in November. The single, You, was also released and reached number one in Canada. 
A remix for that video was made due to the high popularity and demand for it. In 2003, the third and last incarnation of Sky came about. Anastasia was replaced by Lebanon native Carl Wolf. The group went through a light label change with Sextant Records and released a third album, Picture Perfect, that spawned the single Dedication. Shortly after that, Sky split up and Carl Wolf went solo. Now, Carl Wolf continues to be quite successful to this day. Antoine is now a celebrity chef in Montreal. And unfortunately, we lost James at the age of 47 in 2018. He passed away. Anastasia Friedman has since worked as a yoga instructor, and she's here to tell you all about her experiences as well as what she's up to now. Welcome, Anastasia, to Dope Nostalgia. This is Dope Nostalgia Podcast. Now, we talk a lot about what people were doing in the 90s with their musical careers, but we also talk about what they've been up to lately and just some of the adventures you've had in the last while. What made you decide when you were young that you wanted to be a musician? Oh, life decided that for me. Um, I I had a very, very uh, artistic family. So my mom was uh, was a theater actress, actress, sorry. So we'd go, um, we'd go on, I would be on stage a lot. Mm. You know, uh, when they would rehearse, I'd be the little child, you know, playing around in the corner there and trying to get some attention and acting myself or something like that. And, uh, and my father as well, he played the guitar, he sung a little bit. Mm. So is always surrounded by music, by theater, by dance. Mm. And uh, as a child, I was actually a ballet dancer. And then um, around 12 or 13, I expressed the desire to play drums. And then that quickly passed because what I really wanted to do was learn an instrument and write songs to it. So my mom bought me a guitar instead when I was about 13. And that's how my journey began. I just found a good uh, guitar teacher and uh, started playing songs uh, of the police. And uh, I learned Stairway to Heaven like everyone (laughs) wanted, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's how it began. So around the age of 13, 12, 13, and I I left as well the ballet world um, because, well, honestly, as a child, as a young pre-adolescent, it was like not so cool to be a ballet dancer anymore. (laughs) Really? Well, you know, we're influenced by... uh, by our surroundings. Yeah, it was silly like that. I'm being totally honest with you. Sorry, I'm going to turn off this, uh, put on, on Do Not Disturb. All good. Yeah, all good. but you know, but that that never completely left me. But it was like, you know, walking down hallways in high school because I went to a ballet school in a high school. So walking around with tights and the and the chignon, the, you know, the... Mm-hmm the lift hair and it was just like no I want to be like all the other kids you know that's interesting because there'd be so many other so many other students like you who would be invested into ballet at that time too yeah yeah Yeah. but it's full circle things come back you know things come back to your life so that's just you know it's in a phase I wanted to and it worked out (laughs) you know the Mm -hmm. guitar actually worked out and singing songs worked out and all that so it was a good transition 
And you mentioned um, some of the music that inspired you. Um, who were some of your influences at the time when you were listening and learning to write your own songs? Um, it would range from Joni Mitchell to, uh, I mean, I, I'm going to throw in Joni Mitchell next to Madonna. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, it's just anyone who had a nice uh, plume, as we say in French, you know, a very mm. imaginative mind. Uh, David Bowie was one of my favorite songwriters. Um, Leonard Cohen. Yes. Um, uh, Stevie Wonder. Do you know what I mean? It goes like whoever was captivating my attention uh, through through lyrics and uh and musical compositions. So really, no, no, oh, Mike, the cat's here. Oh, no, niche specifically, yeah, that's Luna. Luna. <laughs> just curious, let's know what's going on. Yeah, so it just varied. Yeah. Now, when we talk about the group Sky, yeah. they, had, they had a great history already on the charts and they had become a Juno winner at that time that you joined the band yeah. and what was the process that established you as a member? How did you become part of Sky? Well, Antoine and I were high school friends and Antoine and two other guys were the first uh, people with whom I actually sung with. Mm. Uh, we were about, I was 14 Antoine was around 17, going on 18. So we already had history. And we did a few gigs together. And uh, later on, I think I saw Antoine again. We lost touch for maybe 10 years. And then I saw him again. I was gigging in a club called Sofa in Montreal. And he showed up. And he was like, wow, you're still doing it. You're still singing. You sound great. And unfortunately, James had moved on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, are you interested in joining an already existing band? And that, so it, it happened as we were having a drink between a set, you know. And I said, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's hang out one day and listen to your tracks and see if I can uh, put some lyrics down. And one thing led to another, and that's really, it, 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 it just happened, you know. But I don't think it would have happened that way if I hadn't known Antoine personally. So, so it was a matter of reconnecting and yeah. just, and obviously having a chance to be creative and write together. I was going to yeah. ask how much creative input you had when oh, you started I did- with them. I did pretty much all of the lyrics and melody. I would say, depending on which song we're talking about, but, um, you know, Antoine always had some input, you know, because it's all collaborations. Sometimes you get stuck in in a phrasing, a way you're trying to say something. And, you know, the people around you, it could have been Antoine or it could have been Alexi or someone else. They would just go like, throw in this word or, 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 you know, go a little higher on this note. And so, you know, it was always collaborating, but they would leave the the writing and the melodies for me. And mm. then when we'd start recording, some things would sometimes change and other things would just go as is. So yeah, it was a beautiful uh, 
it's a beautiful time moment in oh, time. I'm glad. performances live like did you do any of like the their older material before you were in the band as well as the new yeah. material yeah we'd have to I mean it was yeah. it was uh it's not even something we talk about you know for the fans for sure I mean yeah. I would often feel um not it it's not overwhelmed is not the word but I would feel like uh you know because James has such a voice and for the fans, you know what I mean? Like, how are the fans going to feel about a girl singing James songs? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'd always like try to build a bit more confidence when that moment would come. And also because like, you don't want to disappoint the fans. But yeah, I think it went well. <laughs> they embraced it. And I feel I like, so. did you have to change any of the tuning for the songs? Because yeah. Of, yeah. 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 Yeah, they had to be uh, either a little, yeah, it was a bit, a little higher, I think, mm. if my memory is correct. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he yeah. had a pretty high voice, but. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so he I'm could, sure. he would hit higher notes than me. He had a, a higher range. Yeah. Yeah, for a male singer. Wow. I mean, he was did, awesome. Did you get a chance to know him? No, unfortunately. He passed away a few years back. Yeah, I yeah. hard pill to swallow for everyone. I mean, I yeah. it's almost like James, you know, I think he knew of me, I knew of him. And there's always, there's so many stories that I, you know, heard about that you start feeling like you know the person, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And uh, I was filling his shoes. So, and he, and the whole thing as well, because we were friends from high school. And when he found out that, you know, Antoine had found someone to replace, replace him. And he, he was totally cool with it. it. There was no weird vibes or anything. Yeah. You know, it, uh, it happened very naturally. So it makes less, sense. less James. It, it, to me, from, from reading the story, it sounds like it was time for new things in his life. He oh, had yeah. other other passions he wanted to pursue. So I'm glad that it happened so organically for everybody involved. Yeah. Definitely. And what what was one of your most memorable performances? 
Oh, well, you say, you know, we're talking about 22 years ago. I'm I know it's gone quickly. (laughs) Yeah, it's gone by quickly, but you, uh, um, the flash I have is the, the, the launch that we had in Montreal Mm. simply because my entire family was there and it was, it just felt like we were, we were launching this rocket, you know, Mm. and it was like, three, two, one blast off. That's how it felt. And and it was just, and then after that, you know, we toured a lot. We went from Halifax to Vancouver and Vancouver and back and all that. And a little bit of a blur. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a blur. There were lots of shows, but the, um, yeah, the launch was just, and we launched in Toronto as well. But for me doing it in my hometown in Montreal was it's because- important friends family were there and everyone was so happy for us you know Mm -hmm. that we were doing what we love and doing it bigger you know not just doing it in in small clubs in Montreal just doing it bigger now so yeah it was a good feeling I'm glad that you got to do the Canada-wide tour experience yeah we yeah yeah (laughs) it's not an easy it's not an easy road literally it's not glamorous (laughs) no when you're traveling when you're traveling with seven, I think we were, how many were we? Yeah, we were about seven, plus the tour manager, plus the guy who was driving the van. I mean, were you in a there, van? Or there a were bus? smelly moments. There were very smelly moments in that van. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what everyone says when it's van yeah. life. Yeah, it's not glamorous. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even know where where you you know you arrive in a town and you're like, where are we? Oh, we're in Calgary. Okay, okay, we're in Calgary today. <laughs> okay. Did you did you get a chance to see some of the sites, especially out west, when you were here? Nah. Nah. nah no it's all work. Apart from maybe I remember uh, because I had an interview at the uh, Edmonton Mall, I got to go to the Edmonton Mall in Edmonton. But you know, that's no. where I am. Are you there? <laughs> I'm oh. in Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So big it's, mall. It's two hours earlier for you. That's right. That's okay. right. <laughs> right. Yeah, but no, it is such a huge, huge country that it would be very difficult to get in a van and do that. So I can understand why you know. It's kind of a blur.
Dope Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So please join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English Sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Danita Stokes, president of HAG. It's bad enough that Sega Genesis has the most 16-bit games, but this new Sonic the Hedgehog, oh, he really duffed my doilies. They say he's incredibly fast. Well, what's the hurry, mister? Hmm? And about his attitude. Smarty pants. Why can't it be more like that nice boy, Mario? Oh! Little brat! Now, get Sonic free when you buy a Sega Genesis system at its new price of $149.99. What were some of the songs? For instance, I'd like to play clips of the tracks on the show. I'd love okay. you to tell me um, whether it's a deep album cut. I love playing those. What uh, is one of your favorite songs that you recorded together? Alien City is one of my favorites yeah. to this day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm bummed that it never made the cut. It didn't, it, it was like up there as one of the singles. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, it didn't happen. But it, there's so, there, wait, there's like, I haven't heard the I haven't heard the album in a very long time. So if you want to play some songs, go right ahead and just maybe refresh my memory. But <laughs> unfortunately, I looked high and low and couldn't find a clip or a song track of Alien City. But fortunately, we found the second song that she mentioned, and she's about to tell you about it now. And I, you was like definitely when we finished that song, we were all like, "That's a killer song." That's definitely a single, and uh, I still I still enjoy that. So I would love I would love, and maybe I'm just throwing it out there in the universe, but I would love to redo that song unplugged and see yeah. how it come out. Just you know, guitar, voice, lots of voices, you know, a little soulful vibe to it, and just 
keep it really uh, pure and just, yeah, I'd like to hear it that way. Reimagined. to see if Antoine's uh, not too busy with his cooking uh, chef. Uh, you know, oh, he's a yes. chef now, huh? Yes. When, when I look him up, I see that he's very successful as a chef. Yeah. Is he still in Montreal? He lives uh, off the island, but he's in Quebec. Yeah, he's uh, not too far from uh, from Montreal. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy for him to hear that. He's, is, do you guys keep in touch? Um, through Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, just like he, had his, uh, he had a birthday. Um, I couldn't go, unfortunately, but I was invited and I spoke with Joey, his wife. They've been married for. Well, they've been together for over 22 years. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how long they've been married, but they've been together and they have beautiful kids and all that. So sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in 2009. You did your first solo album, Full Circle. I did. I did. And what was that process like for you? Oh, yeah. Well, see, I come from a very folky um, background. And um, I was after Sky, we decided that, I, well, I needed to, I needed to pursue also my, my own musical world. Yes. And um, and I wanted to do something very organic. So I started writing loads and loads of songs. And I'm a slow person. Like I, you know, I I like to take my time with things. Um, there's never a rush to, you know, release an album. So I took, mm -hmm. I really took some time. I took like seven years because when I finally met the people I really wanted to work with, the ones who were I knew were going to produce it, um, the record label and all that, that. All of that happened around 2006. And around 2007, I had enough songs that I thought that if we could pick 12, 15 that we can work with and then see which ones make the cut and stuff. Mm. So, yeah. So that was a that was a beautiful um 
project. And uh, uh, yeah, it's a, I, I love that album. I still very much do. So yeah, I love that album. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy for you. And uh, I know, I don't know now if you're still doing music. Are you, I know that you're focused on yoga. Yeah. I was, and you run a yoga studio, which is fantastic. Um, no, I work for many yoga studios. I'm actually oh. prepared. Yeah, I've been teaching for nine years. Um, I don't own a yoga studio. Um, well, I haven't really come to that yet, but mm. I am, I'm going to be, um, leading a teacher, not leading, that's not right. I'm partnering up with another yoga teacher mm -hmm. and we're going to start certifying students to become teachers. So Wonderful. yeah, that is, that is, uh, yes. What are some of your travels been like, or especially in relation to both type, both careers, both career paths, where have you got to visit in the world? Well, um, full circle, unfortunately, because it was a very underground type album, it wasn't pop. Um, we didn't go as far as Quebec. I mm -hmm. toured a lot in my own province, but I never, the, um, the record label, which with I signed was a French Canadian record label, which also uh, meant that they didn't have many contacts outside of Cam uh, out of Quebec City, uh, Quebec, the province. Mm -hmm. But um, um, after touring, I toured for two years in my own province. And that's when I started practicing yoga a lot. Yeah. Like it was taking over most of my time. And yoga um, took me to India. I lived in Morocco for a year from 2014 till 2015. I was, uh, I was also living in England for quite some time, um, traveled a bit in Europe. Mm. Um, but yoga was the, got me traveling a lot more than um, the music because the music, we would travel to different cities, but it wasn't traveling, traveling. It's not, you're not, yeah, you're not getting to know the people of that city or the culture of the place and all that. So you don't get to take it in, right? Not the same way. No, because you you land somewhere, you go to the hotel, you do the sound check, you perform, and the next day you're gone to the next city. So it's not you are moving, but you're not traveling per se. Like yeah, learning a new culture, learning new people. Mm -hmm. but yoga yeah yoga i've traveled a lot for yoga i've taken uh I, i've i've done uh yoga retreats um i did one in morocco i'm leading one this winter with uh i have already nine people signed up for my uh, yoga and travel retreat i can wow. get more people but for i'm just super happy that you know people are coming and it's happening and uh, yeah so that's, that's fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. And I am singing. I am still singing. I had a little, um, I had to, I didn't put my guitar away and my voice away, but I had to like step back for a bit mm -hmm. in order to start this new path that I'm on with 
with my new vocation, which is yoga. And now, if, if funnily enough, everything is like uh, dope nostalgia writes, uh, sends me a message concerning, hey, you want an interview? And then everything, it's, it's, that's how I see life. And that's why I'm never rushed into anything. And then my old producer is calling me and sending me old tracks that we did in 2012 and 13. It's like, hey, you remember this song? Do you remember this song? And we're like, oh my, like these songs are really good. Like people need to hear this. So there, there I am. I'm there. Yeah. I'm. Um, people are reaching out and I am accepting it. I was a bit closed off three years ago, I was like, no, 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 I'm still doing this. I need to get work on this first and then I'll come back. And, mm -hmm. and now I'm opening that door and uh, people are coming in and, and, and not, they're asking for, you know, attention and collaborations and, um, and interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, okay, sure. Let's, let's talk about music. <laughs> let's well, talk be, about, I'm happy if you're reigniting your musical, um, fire that is fantastic and just the fact that you took the time to talk about these wonderful memories with me today I'm so so blessed so thank you for that you're welcome thank before, you before we wrap things up I wanted to ask you too um as as a person who lives in Quebec where are some of the places there that inspire you the most or places you would recommend for someone like me from Edmonton to come and check out while I'm there well, Montreal is the best city. That's, we hear <laughs> Montreal that a is the lot. Most, huh? We hear that a lot. I here. know. We're very proud. Uh, Montrealers are very proud of their city. Um, I love my city. We, you know what we do in Montreal? We, uh, what's the word in English? Flané is the word in French. It means that you go out, but you don't really necessarily do anything. Mm -hmm. You you wander about. So I'll leave my apartment. I'll start walking towards the mile end, which is the next uh, neighborhood. And then I'll bump into a friend. And then we'll go have an espresso coffee. Mm -hmm. And then I'll keep walking and I'll end up meeting someone. And it's just like it's wow. city where you, you can just lounge around. You know, we love to drink coffee or sit at a bar and have a pint of beer and just mm -hmm. chit chat. That's pretty much what Montreal is. Mm. And lovely neighborhoods, beautiful parks, lots of festival, lots of music, lots of, I mean, I don't necessarily go out that much anymore, but I'm sure like if I really wanted to on a Tuesday night, I'd find somewhere to go. You know, I could yeah. dance. I could see a show. I could nightlife is good. Nightlife is really good in Montreal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the country. I love walking, trekking. Now is beautiful. The colors. Mm. Yeah, Edmonton is not like that. No. Well, you have <laughs> no. beautiful mountains. We're close to the beautiful mountains. That is yeah. true, and we do yeah. have our own our own charm. But yeah. I just love the fact that everything sounds so relaxed that so you can just go and walk up and down the street and see people, you know, and that's, that's a wonderful thing. Well, you know what? A friend of mine who is from Ottawa and lives here in Montreal, she said, Montreal is a people city. Most of 
uh, Canadian cities are built for cars. And mm. I'd never, like, oh, I'd never yeah. heard that because I, I've, I don't live in, like, I've never lived in Toronto. I've never lived in Calgary or Edmonton or Vancouver. She mm. says that Vancouver is a little similar, uh, closer to Montreal, but Montreal is a place where you walk or you, you, you have so many psychopaths and you mm -hmm. can just like, you know, it's, and it's true. Like you can, you can walk around the city for hours and just explore it like that. You don't have to drive. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. So that's nice. You know, our weather here is not conducive to, <laughs> <laughs> to walking. Well, it I like to walk. I like to to travel especially right now with the leaves being as beautiful as they are yeah. and everything but yeah. we're trying in edmonton the, the to put more cycle paths in yeah and we as a public seem to be quite resistant to it because everybody likes to drive here drive. yeah yeah so it'll take it'll take the time you mm -hmm. know people adjust at first they're like why are these cyclists they're in my way <laughs> this is supposed yeah. to keep them out of your way yeah, 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 but still, I mean, you never know. It's true. Oh, yeah. I, once again, thank you for your time. And You're very welcome. Thank you be... for inviting me on your show. I hope, uh, I hope you have success with whatever you're uh, you're doing with all your doings. Oh, thank you. and listen for a second you know you can follow us on twitter at nostalgia dope instagram at dope underscore nostalgia visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785 this podcast is licensed by socan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work